Knowledge at Wharton here on Sirius XM 111 Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. There are many things that are being changed through innovation, and there are others that, in probably the belief of a lot of people, shouldn't change. One of those could very well be the interview process. Usually, face-to-face connection is necessary, but some HR representatives are starting to use text messaging as le- at least as part of the interviewing process. There's even a startup called Canvas trying to, as they say, open the world to text interviewing. We wanted to delve into this for a little while, and we call on anything career-wise and job-related. Our friend Dr. Don Graham, uh, who uh, hosts a Career Talk every Thursday here, right here at 12 noon on Sirius XM 111, and of course part of the Wharton School as the Executive MBA Career Director. Good to see you again. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me. Your thoughts on this in general? Well, I have to say in general, I mean, I'm going to give it a thumbs down, but I do okay. want to be impartial. As somebody who's worked in career management uh, as a corporate recruiter and who's hired dozens and dozens and hundreds of people, actually, um, I am going to say that this is going to be a tough one to sell. Okay. And it's for the pure fact that we're hiring human beings here. Right. Yeah. We're not hiring robots. And here's the deal. Canvas Talent, which is the app you're talking about, has come up with this idea to, and, and I will I will quote their commercial, imagine a world where you can engage 10 times the number of candidates you already engage per day. <laughs> okay, so that sounds attractive. Right. Like I'm going to find ten times more candidates. Um, you know, you can you can find the top candidates. I'm not sure where that comes from because I'm not sure you're finding the top candidates via text. But uh, conversations are automatically documented. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, that, yeah. that could be good. Um, this one I'm not buying. Recruiters determine better candidates faster. I don't see how you can do that in an app. Um, and. I think the thing about Canvas they're trying to do is there's a cool factor. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of data out there that I think it's like 12% they're saying millennials prefer to conduct business via phone. And I get that. I mean, I don't like vo- voicemails either. Right. I mean, do you like voicemails? No, I mean, not, a, not I, a fan. Yeah. I mean, I even tell my mom, <laughs> mom, don't leave a voicemail. Like, I see you called. Yeah. I will call you back. There's yeah. no need like to, to leave a voicemail that says, it's your mom. Call me back. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm going, what what are the benefits to this? And, you know, it's actually not that different, Dan, from something that had come about a couple of years ago, which is emailing for interviews. Sure. So yeah. a company would email um, a document or it'd be on their application, please answer these five questions. So it's not all that different. It's just a different format. But I think most people who are getting reached out to via text are thinking, I mean, first thought, is this a scam? Is this sure, real? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who, who is this? Yeah. Um, but texting has come a long way. I mean, we get. I mean, my dentist texts me. Don't forget about your appointment. My hairdresser. I right. mean, everybody's texting me. I had my. I just had my my oil changed. They texted me the report. So I mean, it's it's not uncommon to get things via text. But I think when you're looking to hire a human, that's where you have to draw the line. Now they're saying that that they're using this at least on the initial part of the process, and I guess to a degree it is they're trying to do something similar as you mentioned, as the dentist does. Hey, here's a reminder of your appointment that you have next week. Here's you know, in their perspective, hey, listen, you send in an application to us. Hey, we'd like to talk to you. You know, uh, can you get in touch with us? Something something along that line. The the question, as you mentioned, is 
the the face to face or the actual contact that a company needs to have with a person to determine whether or not they're the right candidate there's no way you can do that in a text not Mm-mm. possible no and i'm totally fine using it as a logistics tool because you're right this phone tag can you come in next thursday no thursday doesn't work for me how about you like that that's just i mean right. we're all over that right so i think it's completely fine to use a text for logistics purposes so hey we'd like to set up a phone screen with you here are the dates or something along that line but they're taking it one step further where they're saying and this system actually generates questions right. so the system will generate questions what motivates you i mean you can put in your own questions but you know and i'm i'm thinking to myself like how is this different from an applicant tracking system because it also categorizes people based on their answers so it, it kind of takes everything and puts it into a report and categorizes it and you can behind the scenes rate people and right. i mean so it's doing a lot of things that we're already seeing computers do just via text and again, people hate applicant tracking systems. People yeah. hate, you know, these these video interviews. I mean, there's you've heard of these too, where a company will be like, "Here, we're going to give you some automated questions, and we're going to video record your answers, and yeah. you're going to send that to us, and then based on that, we're going to decide if we're going to take you to the next step." I mean, I don't know about you, but I'd be I'd be terrified to do that, and certainly it wouldn't be my best me coming across on the video. Well, and part of this is also just that that claim about being able to reach ten times the number of candidates that you normally would. I, I, I mean, is, that that's, doesn't seem like that that is possible. I mean, you're going to reach probably a few more, but realistically, the time of the day is the time of the day. It's not like you're going to invent an extra four hours where you can, you know, be able to reach a ton more people than you normally would. Well, and that's interesting because because what they're saying is it. it one of the benefits, and maybe this is a benefit, is that it can reach people who are not on the normal nine to five schedule, or maybe you can't get back to people, or you can't answer the phone, or maybe you're working night shifts. So they're saying now we have all this flexibility to reach out at all of these different times. Right. But one company that's using it says, I mean, this is a quote: ten recruiters can handle conversations with ninety to one hundred and twenty candidates simultaneously. What? And I think to myself. How do you keep all that straight? I can't even keep two text conversations straight. I mean, how do you know you're not texting back the wrong person? I mean, you've done that, right? Just well, it's like- hard enough when you go to Facebook and you've got two or three <laughs> yeah. instant message conversations going on to try and do nine or ten at the same time. You're- exactly. Exactly. And I mean, how are you keeping people straight? And yeah, again, the the system takes all the information, categorizes it. I'm sure you put in the criteria you want, but I mean, essentially you're filtering people. Out. I, th- this is also interesting to me. One of the things that they, they tout as a benefit is that you know, you, you you know, if you don't want to keep the conversation going. So if you're in an interview and it's not going well, maybe as a recruiter, I feel awkward uh-huh. that I'm like, oh, this, I know this isn't the right person, but I feel like obligated to spend the next 20 minutes with you so it's saying this is an easier way to just end the conversation i'm like are you saying ghosting are you saying like you're like this is i don't know this is online of like like dating and 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 (laughs) (laughs) i mean you just you just don't hear back from them i mean how is that good etiquette yeah i mean obviously as i said at the top there are so many kind of sectors out there that are trying to innovate and and try and change the way that things have been done traditionally this almost feels like one that there are areas where you can tweak with it, but to try and do a wholesale change on the interview process, that's a hard thing to really buy into. Am I right? Yeah. Here's here's a couple of things I like about the idea behind it. I mean, one, I do like that you have a record of the conversation. Right. That being said, if I have hours and hours to get back to you, you can be willing to bet that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go to my friend who's really good at answering these types of questions and get some help. So right. is it really me? Or is it influenced by, 
you know, other people who are helping me answer. So you don't even know if they're great answers, but you can categorize them. So I like that. Um, I like the idea that that you can, you know, use new technology that millennials are, you know, maybe using more. But I think, again, from a logistics standpoint, I think that would be a good use for it. Um, But beyond that, it's not very different from email interviews. It's not very different from these video, these very impersonal things. And I think one of the things that we know is that when it comes to hiring and the research is is hands down out there, I mean, likability and kind of can I work with you for 40, 50 hours a week is what's going to make the ultimate decision. And I don't see how you can tell that on a text interview. We'd like to hear from you, especially if you have gone through this in the recent past. Have you been texted for a job interview? 844-942-7866 is the number to give us a call. 844-942-7866. Tell us what you thought about the process. Did it work out? Did you go and get the job? What did you think? 844-942-7866. I guess one of the things that, that probably is believed to be a benefit here is that people still talk about the HR process in general still being a bit of a grind to go through it and whether or not this would help make the process in general go better. Yeah, well, I think we have to define better. What is better? I mean, yeah, you can interview more candidates. That's very true. Maybe you can reach a different population if you're not very popular with millennials. Maybe you can get that that crowd engaged. But what do you end up with? Is that better? And I don't think anybody's been able to define that because I think you're right. We are in a world where people... On average, 4.2 years is the tenure of a job. Millennials are even less, you know, just over two years. So people are changing jobs constantly. And, you know, they need different ways to do HR and they've not caught up yet. But I'm just not sure text messaging is the answer. Well, I I mean, are we talking about something here that I mean, obviously, they are trying to do something. They are trying to innovate in this. Is this a an area that is bound for failure because of all the components that are really necessary in the interview process? Yeah, I think I think trying to innovate is a good thing. But it's if you think about it, it's not all that innovative because they've taken something that's been done via email and other automated processes and they've just moved it to a new platform, which is text. Right. So, I mean, in essence, is that all that anima- uh, um, innovative? No, not really. It's just a different medium. So I, I applaud people for coming out with better ways to hire people because I think we need it. Yeah. But what I see over and over and over again is companies trying to simplify a process that is just inherently complex and and then complaining about the fact that they don't have great talent. Right. Uh, I actually got a text from uh, David in San Jose. Uh, He said, uh, had this uh, a month ago for an accounting job, uh, got the job, process stunk. <laughs> well, <laughs> well oh, okay. Um, you got the job. Yeah, but what job? Like, I, I mean, I know it's just a text, but it's like, as a candidate, I want to know who I'm working with. I mean, we right. also know that people leave bosses, not companies. So you want to know you're going to have a good relationship with your boss and that they're yeah. going to be a good mentor. I mean, this person determines your promotions, your raises. Well, and it also goes, you were kind of alluding to the fact that uh, the, the, the fit for the company is seemingly talked about quite a bit more and more, whether this person is going to be a good fit. There's also the part of it of whether or not the person thinks that the company is going to be mm-hmm. a good fit for them. So not having that, that conversation, that connection back and forth, obviously you probably have it a little bit later in the process that takes away something yeah i mean maybe companies are planning to use text as a first step and if things go well they move you into the next and you know okay so 
still, it's very impersonal. And I think if most people just got a random text out of anywhere, the first thought you would think is spam, delete. Yeah. So again, I don't know that it's even popular enough to to have people pay attention to it just yet. Right. So so maybe there is a way to fit it into the process somehow. But again, I think people who are going to be strong talent want to interview the company just as much as the company wants to interview do you them. Think, do you think there's the belief that, that this is just kind of the, the natural progression in terms of contacting people? Like, as you mentioned before, you know, people do get contacted via email. Well, if we're doing it by email, then the next logical place to go is to do it by text. Sure. Yeah. And I do think it's just another way to contact people. And I think that's totally fine, whether you call them, whether you email them, whether you reach out through LinkedIn. I mean, yeah, it's always evolving. And that's yeah. fine to schedule logistics, to to say, hey, we're interested. Hey, we saw you here. But beyond that, I think, is where the process falls apart. Because the other part about it is is also the, what conversation is in text is different from what conversation is in email in many cases. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the use of emojis in text messages. Yes. The use of <laughs> shortened words, like instead of saying your, Y-O-U-R, a lot of people, and I do it too, put you are. Oh, come on, Dan. I'm sorry I do it from time <laughs> to time. Well, interestingly, you say that because I have found that they now have text interview etiquette out there. For people no. who are interested. Yes, yes. Really? So, so here are the guidelines okay. for, for text communications with recruiters. Okay. Um, so you have to text as if you're composing a business email, which I kind of think defeats the purpose of text because it's supposed to it's supposed to be the you are, the short abbreviated. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to spell out all of your words. So no, no, you are, no, you know, none of that. Um, you can't use any of the, the common slang, so LOL, OMG, not that you probably would in an interview. but no. you. And here's the interesting thing. You have to avoid emoticons. Now, this, it, it's apparently not good text interview. So, well, I mean, you're yeah. taking a medium that, that has developed with, with all of these acronyms and, and emoticons, and now you're stripping it of, of what it's meant to be. So it's so interesting. to Oh, and you're not supposed to send a thank you note via text. So, you, wait, they can interview you via text, they can ghost you, they can turn you down via text, but you can't send a thank you via text. Well, it, the, I mean, first of all, the, the amount of the amount of characters you can get in a text is one thing. I mean, to go through this whole process and, and write out all the words and answer all the questions, you're going to have a string of, of, what, 10, 12 texts, you know, to be able to put out all the information mm-hmm. that you want to present to this company. I mean, to a degree, it makes me wonder whether or not using text would be a turnoff for a potential employee because there isn't that that face-to-face connection immediately. I, I would say yes. I mean, the company has the benefit of using this software that basically takes all of the text and puts it into this you know, organized format and analyzes it and does some qualitative analysis. But you as a job seeker don't have that. So you just, you know, you're scrolling, 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 scrolling. What did right. I say? Where was that last question? What was? Did I miss a question along the way? Yeah. Meanwhile, your text messages are, are suggesting emoticons to add in and you're like, nope, no, ignore that. And you're, you're, I mean, texting quickly and you're writing abbreviations. You know, not to mention, I, I looked up some of these because I'm, I'm not a millennial. Um, and I looked up some of the common slang that, quite frankly, if anybody texted me, I would be insulted. Like, right. like slap, S L A P, apparently means sounds like a plan. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> never used that one. Never heard of that one before. <laughs> Fack, F A C K, fully acknowledged. Like, I mean, these are, like who is using these? And and if you use these in a, in a, I mean, are is the system 
decoding these? I mean, it just it seems unfair to tell people you can text, but you, we're going to strip you of all of the things that you know and use in your text messages. Just, just so you know, that's I go as far as LOL, and and that's it. Mm-hmm. I. I I can't even. I will drop a UR every once in a while, but I can't. I can't deal with it. I mean, it. it it's almost like we're overthinking the process a little mm-hmm. bit. Am I right? Yeah, I think we are overthinking the process. I think it's really cool to try new things, but here's here's the deal that I always say: recruiting great people takes time. And once they're there, keeping them takes time. And companies right. constantly want to say, "I want to find a better way." And and. You know, there are a lot of great things out there, the tools, but you have to invest the time. There's really nothing that's been invented that can shorten the human interaction side that I've seen. Dr. Don Graham joining us here in studio. We're talking about job interviews that start out with text messages from the company. Mm -hmm. This is a thing, folks. Uh, 844 Wharton is the number if you'd like to join in. 844-942-7866. Or if you'd like, send us a comment via Twitter, either at BizRadio111 or my Twitter account, which is at DanLoney21. do, do you think they, they believe that doing this by text, you know, relieves a level of stress in the process of the interviewing? Because, I mean, stress is usually something that, that does factor in somehow, some way uh, in the interview process. That is actually one of their kind of claims to fame that, yeah, this reduces the stress because you get in an interview and not everybody is great under pressure. So this reduces the anxiety. But the flip side of that is, depending on the job, I mean, don't you want somebody who's able to handle that level of anxiety? I mean, sure, yeah. I mean come on. It's yeah. an interview. It's not an interrogation. I mean, yeah. yes, we all get nervous because we care. And that's a key part of it. But, I, you know, I don't buy that as an argument. They also mention uh, that that this would hopefully be able to take away a level of bias that may be in the interviewing process. Stop that for a second. Yeah. I mean, OK, I disagree because you have a computer that essentially is coding things. And if you're calling that reducing bias, well, sure, it's not a human. It's a computer. That being said, we're talking about millennials. I mean, as a Gen Xer or, you know, people who there's a ready age bias in the workforce and in hiring. So, I mean, how does this contribute to age bias would be my question. Because, again, um, they're targeting millennials. So, in essence, they're excluding a whole yeah. other group of of individuals who may Creating be bias. equally as qualified. And then the other thing I would say about bias is that if you can't use emoticons and you can't use you can't use some of these other things, I mean, how are you showing any personality at all? Right. In in this, so you're making a judgment based on a text. And again, you and I know just from texting in our personal lives that it's really easy to take something that's written out of context or oh, interpret it poorly. Absolutely. That's that's one of the biggest concerns I think a lot of people have, when, especially when you're texting about a specific topic. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, how many times do we see now in social media people are texting about what's going on in politics these days, and you may be saying one thing, but it's mm-hmm. perceived by somebody else as something totally different. Yeah. Communication via any kind of, you know, email or the things like that. I mean, without those, those little, I mean, the guy who invented emojis just did it for that reason, because it's so easy to miss interpret or interpret it based on your own personal biases. So, yeah, I think more people are probably going to get weeded out. Does this help or hurt in terms of HR, the efficiency of the HR department? So, again, efficiency at the cost of what? Right. Because, sure, if they can interview 90 to 120 people at once simultaneously and yeah. you know and then then essentially what happens is a machine not unlike the applicant tracking system takes all this data which again if you know if, if 
they're not being monitored or tracked, they're going on to these websites that are saying, okay, what's the best answer to what motivates me? And they're all right. typing the same thing. And so you get you get this computer to analyze it. And here you have a group of, of candidates who may or may not believe any of the things they wrote. But to a degree, I mean, where we are right now in, in terms of you know business and hiring and such, HR is is as important as it's ever been, maybe even more so important because of some of the things that that you talk on your show a lot about about fit and culture and and you know finding the right people and finding somebody that isn't worried about stress and will work you know the hardest. Mm-hmm. I mean that you know those are ingredients that in many cases you can't find out about in a text. You can't find out about in a text, and you know I mean I think about I talk about switchers a lot. I mean people who are changing careers. I mean again biased against that group because they're probably looking for specific skill sets. Um, I mean, I think this is this is a great way to kind of highlight the fact that we need to be doing a better job at hiring candidates. I don't yeah. think this is the answer, but I mean, kudos to them for for trying something new and trying to connect with a generation that um, likes to do things differently. So then what do you think are some of the things that, that, that we really need to start to consider in terms of the hiring process? Mm-hmm. So I think people, companies need to invest time in it. I mean, we're they're constantly looking for these shortcuts because they want to save costs and that you know, they don't want to interview 100 people with the thought we need one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know what else they can do except invest time, invest money. You know, don't don't shrink your HR force and say now you can all interview 120 people at once. Yeah. I mean, because ethically, I wouldn't feel very good about that. I wouldn't I, I couldn't get people straight. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Who's this? And well, and then you and then you're taking away something from the company itself. I mean, obviously, so many companies are worried about their brand and the perception. I mean, just think about United Airlines and what they've had mm-hmm. to go through over the last six months. I mean, if you're going to lose a little bit of your brand on something as as it's important, but still, when you think about the grand scope of a company, it's small potatoes. If you're going to lose your brand on something like this. What's that going to say about the remainder of your company? Yeah, and and we did a we do a pre break quiz on Career Talk every week, and we did one about the fact that if you have a positive interview process with the company, even if they didn't hire you, you're more likely to buy that company's product or talk about them positively in social media. And I think companies yeah. are overlooking that because all the people they're they're ghosting or they're they're not getting. Um, you know, they're, they're texting for questions. They're not understanding that they're getting turned off to whatever product or service that company is. And they're telling people and with social media nowadays, yeah. it's really easy to tell a lot of people your opinion very quickly. It's a, it's a bigger part of society just in general about how we are so reliant on, you know, just texting instead of actually calling somebody and, you know, taking five. And a lot of people don't have the time to be able to do that. But again, you know, it, we've it's almost become a crutch mm-hmm. for a lot of people. And now this crutch is kind of moving into the business world as well. Well, and you, you were talking about bias as well. And um, I was kind of looking, this is kind of interesting because it sort of contradicts the text etiquette, but I was looking up some of the kind of crazy questions that people are getting via text. And one of them was, describe your personality in three emojis. Now, now, like, I, so I guess this is the one time you're allowed to use emojis. But again, as somebody who's a licensed psychologist and, and you know, corporate recruiter and, and who looks at valid and reliable ways to hire people, like, what what is this related to? Like, yeah. th- like how do they know which emojis you pick and, and what that means? I mean, right. 
What? And there are variants on on different emojis. I mean, it, you know, that that would mean something totally different. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, people misinterpret emojis too. There's another yeah. one. Which GIF, um, you know, best represents you? Apparently, Canvas talent can't do GIFs yet. But I mean, that's like a BuzzFeed quiz. Like sure. you'd find yeah. like <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully this will be something that has seen its time and moves on quickly. Great seeing you again. Thanks, Don. Thanks for having me, Dan. You you got it. Uh, Dr. Don Graham, you're here uh, every Thursday uh, noon right here on Sirius XM 111. For those of you listening to us live uh, in the morning show and not on the replay, she's coming up next. Sitting, uh, She'll be jumping into this seat uh, coming up here in just a second. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Back with you tomorrow, Sirius XM 111.